Whatnots Reactor Core number 111. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are Hello. you? Hello. I'm doing okay. I drank a lot of espresso today. Uh, I hope I don't Caffeinated. crash midway through this conversation. <laughs> Beep up, boo, battery died. <laughs> I crawl under my desk. I try and finish the podcast from there. <laughs> it's nap time sounds good uh well we are here to talk about john wick chapter four um mm. we have been anticipating this one for quite a while <laughs> melissa you and i uh do another podcast the re the review show the whatnots review show and at the start of this year we watched all the john wick uh mm. movies uh, in anticipation for this for yeah. today, right here, right now. Um, <laughs> so we've been anticipating this for two and a half months. <laughs> long, that long is when time. you and I yeah. watched the third movie and said, oh boy, can't wait for that fourth one. Exactly. Good, good for us. Not a long wait. Just March. Yeah. I'm I'm wait, waiting for a, te a text from my mom in like an hour from now Ooh. to see how they liked it. They, they or how they liked the first one. They watched the oh, first okay. one literally today because um, my mom was like, would I like John Wick? And I was like, I don't know. But my dad would absolutely. Great so, for dads. Yeah. And I was like, mom, if nothing else, they're pretty to look at. So. They are like you'll you'll have fun just watching it. But John Wick four. Uh, so I went to go see this the Thursday that it came out uh, mm. and I am g g going to go see it again this Friday in 4DX, uh, <sighs> which is going to be super fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's one sequence in particular. I am very excited for you to ride for the chair to jostle you in the way that mimics that scene <laughs> yeah i'm i i think i know which one it is and i'm interested to see what they do um mm. <laughs> but yeah uh john wick chapter four melissa you also saw it this weekend uh what did you think what's your thoughts i had a great time this is a long one this is like two mm -hmm. hours and 50 minutes I stayed all the way to the very final image on the screen, which is the in-memoriam card for Lance Reddick. I think he died yeah. so close to the release of the movie that that might have been the only place they could put it, is at the very end, like, after the Lionsgate logo and the R rating cards appear again. Then yeah. is when they think everybody's good friend, an angel, Lance Reddick. Uh, so I was there the whole time. Didn't know there was a post credit scene. It was good that I decided to stay for that. And I caught that post credit scene. I did not stay for the post credit scene. Oh. But I, I, I knew there was one shortly afterwards. I was like, you know what? I didn't look. And so I looked it up and I was like, ah, oh, there was something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's at the very, very end. Um, it's not the like mid credits scene. It's yeah. At the very end. Um. But we'll we'll get into that in in ju in just a, a bit here. But yeah, um, I loved it. I had a great time. Um, I think if you're a fan of the first three, you kind of already know what to expect. And yeah. at the same time, it doesn't disappoint just because it's no. more of the same. It's so oh. much fun. It's so good. It again, it is gorgeous to look at and watch. Yes, um, these movies are. 
beautiful. There's yeah. incredible shots in this movie. What it does with the camera, there's deep shots, there's long shots, there's wide shots. It plays around with space so much. There's like a, a scene where John Wick has to climb a very, very, very long staircase and you can see the guys waiting for him at the very top of the staircase. The focus is that deep. I love yep. it. Yep, indeed, indeed. Uh, I also found this one to be funnier than the other yeah. three not that I would describe this as a comedy, but there were a couple jokes, just a couple line deliveries that I thought was like, <laughs> that was good. Like it got a, ch a chuckle out of me. And then there were a few things that I found funny. I don't mm. think they were supposed to be, <laughs> but it was just kind of ridiculous. Um, uh -huh. and, and both me and my partner walked out and was, and was like, what about those one scenes where, like, when this happened and then this other thing oh, happened? Yeah. Like, and we were just like, this is ridiculous. It was so funny. Um, the, yeah, I get what you're talking about. There is a scene where the antagonist, I looked at him real closely because I'm like, this might be a comedian under a lot of prosthetics. That might be like Sasha Baron Cohen under there. This feels like a gag. It, it wasn't even that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we, we we had a blast with this. It's it's a great time. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Um, but but yeah, let's let's dive into spoilers. Bam. Ba -ba -ba. Spoilers. All right. So uh, now that we are in full spoiler territory, uh, I, I have to say what these funny moments are. Yes, because um, I like I don't think they're. They're supposed to be funny, but I was laughing at them nonetheless. Mm. There is a, a scene. It's very close to what you were almost alluding yes. to. to. Uh, John Wick needs to go get back in with this this family that he got excommunicated from. And he works mm. out a deal with them to go uh, like, hey, if you kill this one person, then what will be good? But they kind of headed up so that John Wick would be killed. Mm. It leads to this big, long fight scene in a club. Yeah. Stuff that we've already seen in John Wick before. Mm. The people in this club <laughs> oh, don't yeah. react yeah. at all to anything. Guys getting shot in the face, two feet away, axed in, 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 in the head, two feet feet away they just don't care they are dancing and swinging and it's not it's not like their eyes are shut are, sh are shut and they don't know like they're looking at this and they're still just like <laughs> you've heard of silent discos these are sightless discos you will dance it, it blindfolded just, they just dance non-stop and it's not till mm -hmm. the end of the fight after like 20 30 people have been murdered like all of, in like super super violent ways that john wick pulls this guy's tooth out and that's what makes people run they're like oh no like we were fine with axe murdering and gun violence but when you pull a tooth out that's that's you cross the line Whoa. Well, I gotta say, it is a mobile fight. So They're going all throughout that club. So the people who see him pull the guy's tooth out are different people than, you know, the, the people who saw, like, the axe getting thrown or whatever. 
But it's just no one starts to scream and run it's, out it, until it the end. It is funny how long it takes. It, it it's it's ridiculous, and it, yeah, it's, it's like, and it's on multiple levels of this club, so everyone and it's sees, wet. It's wet in wet. there. It's raining inside. <laughs> Melissa, this one will be on your on on your wettest movies of twenty twenty three. Pretty at wet. Some point, yeah. <laughs> My favorite um, part of this, the antagonist. I don't remember the guy's name. I've never seen. A fat guy do a spin kick before and i felt really empowered this, <laughs> I, I really liked getting to see like yeah a d- different body sizes fighting he 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 looked like one of those like nfl linemen that are like they're ginormous in real life and you don't expect them to be a- mm. able to be as limber as they are but man once they move they are yeah full steam ahead like he was doing spin kicks and all sorts of stuff it was just like whoa that that guy was so much he's got he's he's big enough that i'm like is this part of the character are they like well john wick has never fought a a a zoftig fellow before (laughs) we're gonna have him fight a rotund man it's like, I don't know if that's part of it or not, but he's also wearing this purple suit. He's got several gold teeth right in the middle of his mouth right there. Yeah. And he's yeah. doing like all these intense card tricks. Like, it's just a lot of things happening at once. This movie kind of felt like a crab bag or like, well, let's do everything we've said we've wanted to do. This is our last movie. Let's fit it in, which is not a complaint. <laughs> he kind of jumps around. Here and there, this whole fight with the guy in the purple suit is sort of a, a fetch quest sort of thing. But kind of, yeah. The action set pieces are so fun that I I oh, truly yeah. don't mind how much this plot jumps around. Yeah, there there are some some ri- ridiculous things in this. Uh, as, as this was not this second scene that I found really funny, but just mm-hmm. the idea now everyone has those like bullet proofs suits that they're all mm-hmm. just sitting there like <gasps> like ducking b- b- behind their 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 suit all the time and it's just like that's that's not how this works like <laughs> whatever um but the second scene that i thought was hilarious was one you already mentioned the stairs uh this is what i wanted you have to tell me yes. how 40x encapsulates this i want to know the- he fights his way up like 220 stairs. It's such a long, intense fight scene. And then as soon as he gets and to on the a top, yes, yes, he has to get up those stairs in like less than 10 minutes or else he's dead. You know, his, his friends are dead. So as soon as he fights his way up those stairs, he gets kicked down and he rolls and rolls like a slinky to the bottom and then he has to do just, it again. It, and, it, and it's not like he like rolls down some of the steps and slides down like one and a half or two flights of stairs. No, this scene goes on and then it goes on and then it goes on and it's just like rolling, rolling, rolling. And it's just like, what? What is happening? It just it keeps this- going. That's the kind of escalation I love. Like, they're thinking about what are all these set pieces, where are all these places and styles of fighting John Wick can do. 
we've seen hallway fights. Now they're giving us a really good staircase fight and they pick the best possible escalation to a staircase fight. Which is <laughs> what if you fall down the stairs the and you gotta to climb the them again? Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah, those those two scenes specifically, I thought I mm-hmm. like I was laughing at just like this is so ridiculous, this is so stupid, but I loved it. Um I, I think also there's a great line delivery by Ian McShane's character All of after are. he I mean he, he's a fantastic actor. <laughs> duh. Um but when when they get up there and they finally do this end at the end of the movie, uh he I, I forget what John Wick says, or he's he's like, Hey, do you have a, any advice? Or something, and Ian McShane says, "Just have fun out there." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, it's, like it, he, like he's speaking to his child at like the halftime of some soccer game. Just have fun out there, kiddo. If you come back like, alive, I'll take you to Pizza Hut. <laughs> right, any three it, it toppings, like, Jonathan. Those were the funniest moments in the mm-hmm. the entirety of the movie, and I was I was just like, yeah, great, great stuff. Um, but besides all of that, I think there are some great, like, more dr- dramatic, serious mm-hmm. moments. Um, I I think I, the more the most recent stuff, of course, is Lance Reddick passing mm-hmm. away. Uh. I thought this was actually a great send off yes. for, for, for him. Very touching. I don't, I mean, that's the thing. Like they, I, I don't, it, it feels like this is a movie that they had to do reshoots for when it's not. Like, yeah. Cause he only died the, a week ago. I think he died the, after yeah. the movie premiered and before it hit yeah. like major theaters. Yeah, and just the the way, so in in the movie, pretty early on, uh, Lance mm. Reddick's character Karen uh, dies. He he gets shot. He gets killed. It's abrupt, uh, mm. which unfortunately is Lance yeah. Reddick p- p- passing was abrupt and. His character is still mentioned, still talked about. Just the yes. emotional weight of like, yes, this wasn't just some side character. He was like he he meant a lot to the establishment, to the 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 continental um, mm-hmm. there. And there is a particular scene where they were discussing heads headstones of, yeah. of like, well, what did you end up getting his headstone to say? And Ian McShane's characters, uh, Winston says a a a friend, and I was just yeah, my heart. I know. I I I I was it was very teary every time he was on screen. I'd like reach my my arms up. Yeah, yeah. Um, great hand off to his character. Mm. So yeah, it's very very fateful that. They spend so much time in the movie eulogizing that character and it becomes sort of tragically, but also sort of beautifully metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk briefly about I, I don't remember the dude's name, 
the actor is the 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 big black g- 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 guy. I only know him as Big Man because he is Big Man in Sweet Tooth. Uh, it's strange that we've now seen two movies with the main actors of Sweet Tooth. Uh, <laughs> this and Cocaine Bear have that that young kid. Um, he he felt like a really odd character to me. I liked him, but mm. it, it this felt like a movie where they maybe tried out three or four different endings and they weren't sure which one they were going to go with. And I think the one they ended up going with, it just felt like his character was almost kind of useless. I um, He served a purpose. I really liked following him. I liked that his role was he's a tracker. I, yep. I wish they would have called him Tracker instead of Mr. Nobody, because there's already a Mr. Nobody in the Fast and Furious franchise. It's not like and you don't Doom know Patrol. that. Yeah, right. <laughs> really puzzling. Uh, I like that he's an assassin, but he's not just going off after like any any possible bounty. He's like, I am the one who tracks the guy who the bounty is after. I'm the one who makes sure like the people running this thing know where he is at any given time and like if they find out he's a you know he's eluded somebody he's gone to a more challenging location like they're the ones who raise the the price that you get and he's just tracking him following him keeping a distance waiting for the price to go up high enough to make it worth his while he's, <laughs> he's also yeah he's also scheming to get that price up so that he yeah. can get a huge payout like i i like the character he he's he's an interesting twist on characters we've already seen and just this like blatant like i'm an assassin too um he is kind of like he's he's this third part of a triangle but is not really for or against either one side Mm -hmm. so he's he's hunting john but he's also helping to keep john alive because he wants to be the one to kill john to get the reward money so he's killing this other guy i forget the guy's name i'm terrible with names you guys should know all of this now um the main antagonist oh bill bill scars guard yes yeah i don't remember his name either it's it's some long fancy french name i I think do they just call him the frenchman no he's he's the oh the marquee Yes, the marquee. I was about yeah. to say it's his position. Yeah, like um, right, everybody's got a title we can refer to them as. <laughs> um, he, he's he's also killing the marquee's men to keep John mm. alive. Uh, but at the end, like by the end of the movie, the only thing that really happens with him is that John saves his dog, which there is some you know some wrap around with that. But here's why I felt like he was a character where they maybe tried a couple different mm. endings. I was wondering if he was going to get killed and John would get that dog instead and have to like he, look after still, him there. He still it, it just has the like, dog from before. Lawrence Fishburne know, is watching but, that dog. But 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 still like it it just it felt like I don't know like all of that to just have him just be like hey Thanks for saving my dog. And that was it. It's just like. Well, there's I, n- there's another moment where 
he could have died uh, and and John saves him. And he's sort of taken aback that he has very publicly been like waiting for the right time to kill John Wick. He doesn't have any personal animosity against John Wick. It's purely like about the money for him. He's like, you are the most wanted guy. You are the most efficient single hit I can make for my bank account. Yeah. Yeah. So in in, in that moment, he then shoots the one dude who's about or like about to shoot the 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 the, the dog and so there is this like understanding between them just being like i owe you one right like i'll you know you do your thing Uh, so i yeah yeah, I, i like the character he just at the end of the day felt like it was like a c or d plot that almost didn't need to be there it could have had one more beat to it in the yeah when John saves his life, when John easily could have like let this man die or killed him because he knows he's at some point going to be an obstacle, he doesn't. And I was wondering if there was going to be some line where he asked him, dude, why'd you save my life? And John Wick says, yeah. your dog would miss you. I saved you for your dog's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. I was expecting a line like that, but I still like felt that emotion. Like I can imagine that might have been his motivation. Yeah. Uh, finally, another thing. That actor, that's the guy from Stowaway. Do you remember? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yes. haven't. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Now it's 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 <laughs> clicking in my in my head here. It's just like I oh, haven't okay. seen yeah. Sweet Tooth, uh, but this guy, incredible in the Netflix sci-fi movie Stowaway. It's a tiny little bottle drama set on a spaceship, just four people. He's been one of my favorite performances we've seen on the review show. And I was so happy I got to see him again on the big screen. Yeah. I think his name's Shamir Anderson. Shamir Anderson, uh, known as the tracker. Now I'm I'm questioning myself. Is this the guy from Sweet Tooth? Let me see if I can find his like Wikipedia or IMDb here. Television. Well, you look that up. Let's see. Um, Lawrence Fishburne doesn't do a lot oh, in the no. movie, but he's excellent. He's like such a powerful <sighs> presence. What? I don't think that is him in Sweet Tooth. <laughs> oh, no. I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I, I so, haven't that, seen that, it. So Couldn't you, tell you, you who the guy are, in Sweet Tooth is. You are right then. Because I, I was like, I've seen him. And I immediately thought of Sweet Tooth, probably because I had we just watched Cocaine not that long ago and i was like mm-hmm. oh that's he's he's you know he's a bigger guy he's taller he like it looks like big man from sweet tooth huh but i guess i'm wrong i'm terrible no it's it's stowaway <sighs> can't remember stowaway's real name but that's him the one who stowed away uh clancy brown a wonderful addition to this He's in the beginning and then he yep. mm-hmm. comes back again at the end in a way I really appreciated. Excellent use of Clancy Brown uh, between Clancy Brown, Lance Reddick and. God, there's a third person from Lost in this movie. I remember watching it going, yes, three people from Lost. And now I'm blanking out on who that third person was. Um, We got. Did, did, did you remember? Oh, here like, are Yuki Sonata. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
absolutely. Um, yeah, so I let's let's rewind a bit here. Now there's a right? lot to cover because uh, Donnie Yen is in this yes. movie yes! too, and he's he's almost just as much like the star slash antagonist of mm-hmm. this as well. He is in uh, he he is a retired assassin that is hired by the Marquis to hunt down john wick and at the end of this is his champion against john wick for mm-hmm. this like duel that they do i love donnie yen I, I i like that he is back in a number of 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 stuff um i loved him in rogue one and he plays a similar mm. character in this where he is blind and ha- like is still in assassin and stuff like that um so yeah, I like his his action scenes are really neat oh, because you seen going off everywhere and he's still, you know, he's just sitting there like has to like he, hear certain things and he's still just so good. He's setting up these little like beeping devices. I loved those because, yeah, you you've seen the blind swordsman before. You've never seen the blind gunman before. <laughs> and right? yeah, he's yeah. got these little beepers they sound like a doorbell there are these trackers he puts all throughout this this big industrial kitchen where they're having this fight and as soon as somebody walks past that it dings and so that's how he knows where to shoot at it's such a neat sequence that feels like it could be something in real life i wonder if that is real life technology for the visually impaired that has been repurposed for this assassin character i uh, really creative and he's I love that him and John are old friends and he hates that he has to kill John Wick, but it's it's he gave his life to the table. He gave his eyes to the table. Yeah. And yeah, you know, if if he goes against them, they're going to kill his his daughter. So he's like, you know what I have to do? And John Wick's like, yeah, I know what you have to do. Like, like they're both very sad, but very empathetic about this situation. And I, I think this is. A movie about John Wick, I think, trying to spare people the pain that he's been through. Because yes. that that is how I read him and the tracker of like, hey, I'll mm-hmm. save your dog so that you don't have to go through the pain that I went through of losing my dog, which almost like it is like it that is the thing that started all of this, but also saving Donnie Yen at the end of this duel and not shooting him that last time um so that the marquee would step in and he can shoot him and all, all of this stuff so that donnie yen's character wouldn't have to lose yeah. one of his loved ones which also just started john on this whole path right like he he's in an interesting way he's trying to make amends for mm-hmm. all of the destruction that has that he has left in his wake um and i i kind of like that like he's still mm-hmm. out there killing people left and right but like is still just being like hey if if i have the chance to save you i will mm-hmm. um yeah and i yeah i i enjoyed that a, a lot and then the end credits scene uh also has to do with donnie yen do you want to update on what that is well, earlier in the movie, we visited the Osaka uh, 
the the Osaka the Continental Hotel, where Hiroyuki Sonata is the uh, the manager and his daughter is the concierge, and his daughter is pretty gravely injured during a big fight that happens there, and he is killed. Donnie Yen kills Hiroyuki Sonata, and my roommate texted me and asked if I want anything from Taco Bell. Oh, important decisions. <laughs> so, so Life or death. <laughs> um, uh, and the post credits scene is after he's been cleared because this was John Wick's like terms of the duel. Like me and my second, like our records are cleared. We don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, 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 no. It's it's him and Ian McShane. Uh, Donnie Yen's free. <laughs> Nobody's coming after Donnie Yen. He can go like be with his daughter again. So he's walking to bring her a bouquet of flowers and passing by him on this busy city street is Hiroyuki Sonata's daughter. And the final thing you see is her just unsheathing a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Cut well, to black. From, what, from what I understand is now he because when we first see Donnie Yen's character, he is sitting a ways away f- yeah. f- from his daughter who's out in this public square playing the v- violin and mm. when they summon him they mention like hey you got cl- closer than you're yeah. allowed so he's not allowed to see his daughter but mm. now that he's furry f- he is and he went back to go see see her and is about to approach her and all mm. of that when and that's when she c- comes up behind him and pulls the pulls that knife so he hasn't quite reconnected yet um which is in in an interesting one for sure so yeah i i i will hold off it for just a sec because there's one more Mm. scene that i want to mention before we get to the future of john wick and all of that Mm. good stuff here um there is a scene in this that I thought was fantastic. Uh, it is the like God's eye view yes! fight scene in this. Build it like this is one of the most like video game scenes <laughs> I've ever seen. It was g- g- great though. It's such a board game scene when you're seeing that top level view of John Wick fighting his way through all these rooms. It looks like Clue. Yeah, yeah. He he, he should have used this... the Clue weapons. He has this shotgun that also like is like incendiary around, so it's lighting people mm. on fire as he's shooting them. But yeah, you have this top-down view, and he's going from like room to room and back and forth and this and that, and the camera is just gliding over all of these rooms. You see the walls, the separations mm-hmm. between them all. It's just it's just a fun fun scene um and i yeah I, so I had impressive. a blast with that absolutely absolutely i love that i like i like the sequence in Paris. well that's also part of paris but like when you've got that radio dj who's like calling out to all the assassins in the city that was an interesting frame for that sequence so of the many film. people getting hit by call- I, I in my mind i was like this is frogger like someone was was, was <laughs> yeah. just like, what if Frogger, but John Wick, right? <laughs> right. I love that it's not that we've seen car and motorcycle like chases, crashes, action scenes. This is what if you have to have a hand to hand combat in the middle of a busy traffic circle? 
people. So you have to fight around cars. Yeah, it that was wild. That one was also a little a little ridiculous, uh, mm. but is like was not as funny in a weird mm. way as John Wick just rolling down the stairs and rolling down the stairs and rolling down the stairs. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I have nothing but good things to say about this. Um, this is a a quieter shot. It's not action packed, but when uh, Ian McShane goes to visit Bill Skarsgård in his like art gallery, it, not clear if like <laughs> this long guy can just walking uh, shot. Great, yes, loved it. Yes, like they didn't need to start the shot that early, but they did. Just this long, wide Ian McShane walking past these massive paintings. It's not clear if this is another wing in this guy's estate or if this guy can pull so many strings that he's like, yes, meet me at the Louvre. I've rented out a wing of the Louvre for this meeting. Right. I I wouldn't put it past him, right? If he yeah. was just like, I need a private sh- showing. Um, yes. And yeah. But uh, yeah, that 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 shot was fantastic. I I uh, I was an art student, but I was not an art history major Mm. so i'm wondering if there's any of these paintings that have some kind of symbolic or metaphorical significance to some of these characters like they kind of mirror one another or a similar situation or the only one i recognize is the one everybody recognizes the lady with her tits out at the french revolution hell yeah (laughs) brother Um, but yeah, I, I thought that scene was fantastic. I do want to talk a little bit about the future of John Wick. Yeah. Because of course, at the end of this movie, John Wick slumps over. Uh, then the next scene that we get is his grave. Um, and he is right next to his wife and his headstone says a loving husband, uh, hers says a loving wife, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Um, there's been talk of whether or not John is actually dead. Um, oh. Because he slumped over. that. But, you know, no. And then they've done, like, post-interviews and stuff mm. like that where where Keanu's reactions to people being like, yeah, we think John is dead. He goes, Really? Cool. <laughs> Which is such a Keanu thing to say. His, his reaction know, to most uh, questions. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I think even the director has been out there or like one of the studio heads being like, we want to make more John Wick. Like, we don't want to, like, mm. let him go. Um, so who, who knows? There might be a John Wick 5 down the road. I know that there are a few spinoffs in the works mm. right now. There is. Uh, let me pull all of these up here because I, I will say all. I it looked I did not second guess that he was really dead. I think because I don't know if I want to spoil it here. This is only a spoiler cast for John Wick Chapter four. But there is another major action franchise that recently did end with the main character dying <laughs> unquestionably dying it's like yeah. oh they're doing that they're doing that thing for themselves but you're right yeah that does e- that could very easily be a faked death 
The final yeah. thing he says, he says to I, Winston, will you bring me home? And he says, yes. So they could be bringing my body home, uh, carry me home secretly, yep. <laughs> live with the Bowery King underground. This is a very small detail. I don't think it amounts to anything. But mm. as they're standing looking at the grave, there is a shot of the dog and he perks up as he sees something oh. off in the day. But then you see them walking off immediately after after that. So I was like hoping or expecting you would get one of those hanes where it's like it's looking at the graves from a distance and you see like like over the shoulder it's like some long haired individual. It's like, oh that's J- John Wick's hair, but it's not like actually showing him mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we got. So I I don't know. He could be dead. Um, But we do have an upcoming movie uh, entitled Ballerina. Um, that oh, is a John yeah. Wick spinoff uh, starring Ana de Armas, Ian McShane and Keanu Reeves. Um, mm. This is it takes place between the events of three and four. Horror, so it will happen Horror. a little bit in the past um and it says uh yeah it follows the ballerina assassin rooney as she hunts the murderers of her family um i i think that's been filming recently if not filming now i don't know exactly um but yeah that that seems to be pretty far along if i'm not mistaken and then over on peacock uh there is a prequel series called the continental um, yes that is supposed to be out in 2023 i think it was originally slated to be That's on now. stars um but then peacock is getting it it seems like it's gonna be a three episode series uh, each episode being one of those like hour and a half long. Oh, Sherlock things. Yeah. Um, but it's supposed to take place in New York in 1975, featuring a younger version of Winston and Charon um, and and how they got to be like in charge of the the Continental um, there. I, I, I love he's this. Doing, like a, a, a hostile takeover or something like that um but yeah i i I think that's a great idea i would love to see that uh this series is so good at like staging fights in nightclubs i want to see somebody fight in literal studio 54 please Uh, so it says a young Winston Scott played by Colin Weddell, uh, who is based on Ian McShane's character in the films, is dragged th- through 1975 New York to face a past he thought he left behind. In an attempt to seize control of the iconic hotel, which serves as the meeting point for the world's most dangerous criminals, Winston charts a deadly course through the mysterious underworld of New York City. Uh, And then it's Adeoye, or God, I cannot read. Aomide Adegagone, who will play a young Karen. Peter Green, who plays Uncle Charlie, Mel Gibson, who plays C- Cormac, uh, and Ben Robson as F- Frankie. 
they had they, mm. they list a few other people here so I, I don't necessarily know who all of these characters are but uh looks like it'll be an interesting one yeah so maybe later this year we'll get the continental good stuff good stuff um but yeah, it seems like the future of John Wick is alive and well, despite us not knowing John Wick's actual fate, for sure. Yeah, I I, I think that's a fine way to end it. He can be absolutely dead if they yep. if they decide to change lanes. I'm actually do, uh, okay with that. Yeah, or if in years future they're like, we've tried other things we love john wick we want to do this thing again which give by all means his own yeah give give akira her own one she she was the the daughter yeah uh, that went after it like they they have such a really cool world to explore Mm -hmm. and different they can do different time periods like the continental is i yeah i i think that would be fantastic so I just want to see every continental. I love to see all of them. I just want to do like a travel channel show, but it's <laughs> continental. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, that I think is all I have to say on John Wick mm-hmm. 4. It was a blast. It absolutely was. Indeed. Um, well, that about wraps us up. So, Melissa, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, and if you are on YouTube, go watch one of our other videos right over there on that side of the screen. That would help us out a ton. This has been number 111 of The Whatnots Reactor Core. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.